Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Out There But Not. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Amy. I did the intro today. Yes, we are switching her up. What can I say? Just keeping it interesting over here. I mean, isn't that exactly how we live? Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're interesting. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about skeptics versus believers. So one of the things, you know, I think we briefly touched on in, I don't know if it was one of our first episodes, but was as much as, you know, I'm a spiritual seeker mm -hmm. per se, and you are a medium. So we have Wait, what? I know. That you would think we fall in the believer category. Mm -hmm. However, we are also very skeptical. That is true. We are. Which is... Sometimes I am almost taken back by that a little, but even when you first met me, which we've also talked about, yeah, I was giving you nothing because I'm like, let's see if this chick is the real deal. Takes a lot for me to be convinced per se. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the things that when we're talking about maybe specifically around going for a reading mm -hmm. and the person that you're getting the reading from is... How are they reading you? Mm -hmm. Are they reading your body language? Mm -hmm. How much information do they know about you? How much have you shared? I mean, I don't think people have time to do research, but that was always my husband's thing. Mm. Do you know they haven't, like, Facebooked you or checked you out on Instagram and stalked you? I'm like, people don't always have time. So there are <laughs> aspects attached. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Amy and I are friends and, I know she's the real deal. You can always find out for yourself, though. There's a little plug. Modern medium. What are some common arguments and skepticism surrounding psychic mediums? And how do you respond to them? Oh, my Lanta. There's a lot. You know, like I think I think people think and especially because most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, when people go see a medium or a psychic medium or, you know, their their heart's on the line, right? And so yeah. there's like a big sense of vulnerability. Totally. Um, where you really, I mean, A, that's a lot of pressure, but you really kind of hold their heart in your hands. And and so what I, what I think the skeptical aspect of that is that like, well, if I go in and I'm very vulnerable, then maybe I will be like vulnerably, like believing as well, where like I could be taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So something to note about me is I obviously have had readings done, but I never had readings done in the aspect because I wanted to particularly connect with somebody or understand. It was almost me going into a reading mm -hmm. to kind of read the person that's giving me the reading mm -hmm. to see if the things that I've experienced, mm -hmm. they were sharing without realizing that I could relate to it was me seeking to understand my own spirit experiences right so it was never about yeah but that's a very different experience than most people go in for a reading yeah I mean like I had had like I've never seen like a medium let's say or like a psychic I did have a tarot card reading years prior yeah which is incredibly accurate um, and very interesting and like really cool but like to me didn't feel like completely spiritual by any stretch of the means you know like it's very like 
card base. It's like these physical items that are just like, I don't know. I didn't even really know how it worked. And it was just like a fun yeah, day. Yeah, something thing. fun to do. Yeah, it wasn't really, there was nothing I really like held weight to about it. It was certainly cool, but nothing that like crazy life changing. When I first, you know, reached out to my mentor about getting help from her, I did go over, you know, we had a, a chat for about an hour or so. She acknowledged a few things around me that I knew were there also, but it wasn't a reading. Like we were, it was conversational. Like we just went in to talk about like what was going on with me. So I understand how people would, you know, have skepticism around viewing the work of a medium and how they would judge that, ooh, they might be lying or they're faulty or, you know, there's some type of fake or something like that, which I totally get. I mean, there's a lot of fake people out there. And so cautiously approaching spirituality, I think you should always have, not even just like, again, I actually, again, why I am more of a skeptic than, I mean, I am certainly a believer in synchronicities and I certainly have that type of vibe about me, but I'm way more of on the skeptical side because why would I put all my eggs in someone's basket? Like, why would I put my feelings in the hands of someone else to validate how I already know I feel? I don't need that. And so I don't typically seek that out. Not to say that someone who sees a medium is seeking it out, but I, I completely, I actually identify with those skeptics more. I get it. Totally get it. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I obviously had had a couple readings. Yeah. But it's funny because your mentors who I had one... Well, I don't know. I guess I had an individual reading with her. And then she told me some things I didn't want to hear and wasn't ready to hear. Mm -hmm. Which is funny. I was thinking, I think I told you this. I was thinking about Mm -hmm. is that one of the things that she told me is that if you don't decide to move forward in your connection with spirit now. And this was like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're going to do it in your late 30s. And I'm turning 38 in like how many days? Mm-hmm. It's a little funny, but I, you know, I, I literally just thought about that, that not that long ago, even though not a medium, but it's funny that I'm being more open and connecting. Right. Mm-hmm. But that also is like, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think the skeptic side, sometimes things don't even make sense until later on if they're good. But that's what I love about it. And yeah. that's, that's why I, and I think that being more of a skeptic too, is kind of like, well, proof is in the pudding. Show me that. Like, show me. And when I'm, you know, skeptical or just it's more of allowing the answer to come to me than it is forcing it. So, like, I think that people might have perceived that in this podcast we would be picking on the skeptics and trying to convince the skeptics. When I think that also we need to look at why people believe so hard and why people are like. And, you know, people are always searching for answers and they hang on to any little bit of Mm -hmm. thing, which I would find. That's one of the things that scares me about what you do in the sense if I was to do it Mm -hmm. because I just wouldn't want that pressure or people take things and they run with it as far as the believer is concerned because they're so desperate to want an answer they they want to understand why yeah you know whether it's the person that has moved on and or they have guilt of they said something to them and then they got in a car accident Mm -hmm. or forbid and their last time their interaction with them wasn't very positive and they feel incredibly guilty about that and they just cling to wanting to know it was okay and they forgive them and you know and sometimes they can take little pieces and we do this in everyday life this is not just hey i'm going for a reading but in everyday life somebody sometimes says something to you and people hold on to that like it's so important like you know it's funny 
sort of side note, I have an older teenage daughter, and you know, it's so fun. I yeah. love her, but it's also like <laughs> it throws back in your face some of the things that you were when you were a teenager, and you're like, oh my god, I, I know this is coming for me. And you know, I had a boyfriend, and you know, all those stuff. And you're, beauty. You know, you just like want to be social and. Nothing bad, typical teenager stuff, but that you're like, oh God, I got to deal with this sass attitude and getting a text message begging to skip a class to go watch your boyfriend boyfriend wrestle. And, and then I'm like, well, at least she's asking me. Yeah, like, touche. You know, but then I'm like, but do I approve that? Like, anyways, I'm totally going off on a tailspin here yeah. a, a little bit. So I remember being a teenager and reading in Cosmo magazine that about a guy at the bus stop thinking that a girl biting her lip was incredibly cute and sexy this is where i was going and so my for a big chunk of my life i thought that was a way to get a guy to like me <laughs> okay so stupid because it was in one article but the okay that's what okay <laughs> right like so dumb but like is that on any way? Is that accurate? Probably not. That's what it was. That's actually great. Oh my god, that's so cute. It's funny though, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but that's the type of shit that you like. Kind of people sometimes go into. My my dad's mom uh, went to see a psychic or medium, or I don't know, psychic medium. Who knows? Uh, back in, I don't know probably the early 80s, maybe late 70s. I have no idea. And the medium told her that she would have a, a grandchild oh, that would die. And I don't think you should ever say anything like that. Oh, God, no. I know. Who is this lady, right? But like, so basically my grandmother had it in her head that, and I think it was around the time that my mom was pregnant with my older brother and told my pregnant mom also, by the way, who was like, uh, Thanks. I think my grandmother was always permanently worried that something bad was going to happen to my older brother. And truthfully, he was like her favorite out of all of her grandchildren. Yeah. But I also think that had a lot to do with it, if I'm being honest. Like, it changed the tone. Yeah. So something, I also have a friend who was at, you know, I guess it was like a party or something. It was like a girl's shower or something like that. Anyhow, and this friend, there was a medium there. I don't know if it was like entertainment or she just happened to be. I'm not really 100% sure. Mm -hmm. But she said to my friend, would you like me to give you a reading? And my girlfriend said, no, I'm good. Thank you. And I think that's something that you have to be very respectful for. And I think like I, yeah, I this situation yeah, was very disrespectful, but she pressed on her. And she no, pressed no. in the sense and said, oh, you know, you're only going to have one child. And this friend of mine has always wanted multiple children. She also has had six miscarriages. Oh, my God. So every time she had a miscarriage, what was the one thing that was in her head? And she was so angry after this person forced their their reading or whatever they claimed yeah. onto them. Even if that's true or not, which, I mean, it does seem to line up because that is what happened. But, yeah, I remember thinking, oh, man. And that's an example, I think, 
too of boundaries of things, but the power that something can have and hold over you. So when you talk mm-hmm. about your grandma, yeah, how that's always permanently in the back of her head, mm-hmm. which is really not fair and nobody should have to have that mm-hmm. and i felt very infuriated even for my friend because now every yeah. time she's lost a baby what's the first thing she thinks of i'd be infuriated too yeah and yeah. like you know a slightly often the skeptic side of believer well but no but even if you have maybe a gift or whatever mm-hmm. you have to make sure you you are respectful of people yes and also that is what i think too can also create even more skepticism because you're like, I didn't give you permission. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If somebody books a reading with me, they've given me permission. 100%. But yeah, I mean, God, Amanda, I could read all day, all the time if I really wanted to. Just pace, chase people around the grocery store. <laughs> I can just... That sounds exhausting. It is. To me. But like that is, that's, that's, that's not cool. Because then you make it about your ego than about the other person and their spiritual journey. Right. But what we're talking about is like, the idea of readiness and then also like where you're at at the time and and the delivery of that and how it's received right so being a skeptic I also think is a time and place as well like I think that I mean I've had many clients that are skeptics like they literally sit down and they're like I'm a skeptic my sister told me to come (laughs) you know like here I am here I am let's see what happens and even in that on that thread I mean those readings sometimes are the most fun you know because they just go in with like the sense of like uh, no expectation as a skeptic which honestly I feel like is the best yeah I agree because it removes the pressure Mm -hmm. of feeling a little bit like you have to nail it so this is where the believer comes into play right sometimes the believer grasps and holds on to anything Mm -hmm. and you know, to my point earlier about the biting of the lip, and then I just held on to Wait, that. Like, you- that was what made guys go wild if I was trying to have a crush on some beauty. <laughs> I mean, okay, granted, guys, I was, like, a teenager, so let's, like, be kind to me on that aspect. And, I mean, hey, maybe some guys like that. But it just was, like, that's what it is, right? And there was no change in my mind until obviously I got older and realized, like, that was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> but... We all grow, right? We all exactly. We all grow. A believer, though, I just think don't be afraid. Even though you want to believe everything or you want to, that's good too. But don't be afraid to question it. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid if it's wrong. Like mm-hmm. also, I think sometimes Ooh. believers, mm-hmm. you can get really caught in just wanting an answer to be the certain thing that you're ignoring. Yeah, the gut intuition, or even ignoring the. But I have a question about that. Or right, mm, that's not a hundred percent. Like, don't be afraid to push back. Yeah, I agree. Whether it's a reading, what, but in life, mm-hmm. it's funny, like how that works. It's actually sorry. I just remembered something. I I went to I went like incognito to the psychic fair yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. And uh, like it was like a random me and a girlfriend were having like a girl's day. We went for brunch and she's like, what do you want to do now? And I, and I was like, I don't know. And she's like, let's look and see what's going on. And like, <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, Amy, let's go to the psychic fair. And I was like, oh, OK, fuck it. Like I'll just incognito float around the room, which was also like really dynamic. Um, lots of energies in that space. But I did sit down with like, again, she was like, Amy, let's just sit at a table and get like a little reading or whatever. So I did. I was going to say you have I to did have a reading. I forgot about that. That was this year but it like I don't know if I count it as a reading but whatever it doesn't really matter it I sat down I had a reading but was really interesting 
She asked me what my sign was. And then she asked me how old I Yeah, so she sat down and she's like, what's your sign? And gosh, I can't remember what the other question was that she asked me, but she asked me two questions. And I was like, mm. But why would you even start? Okay, I don't know. I'm not, this is not my profession. But would you start with questions? I guess you might. I, I don't. I think it's weird because some, it sounds like you're prying. Well, some mediums do, right? So I'm a Virgo. But, but also, what does your sign have to do with a reading? Well, she... Astrologer? Like, is she an astrologer? Well, some people are fundamentally based off of astrology. But if you know a lot about astrology and I say I'm a Virgo, then she could tell me about myself based off of that perception or that notion of a Virgo, yeah. which is really interesting approach. And so it's the same thing where like, you know, you sit down with, I hate, listen, okay. Now guys, I'm just, again, I'm everyone, I'm being really broad and Amy can be very cynical in her own way. It's shocking. I shock myself with my cynic, cynicism, cynicism. Sure. I shock myself with my cynicalness. Okay. I don't like being told what I am. Oh, I have how you and I are the same. A bit of a problem with it. So if someone goes, oh my God, what's your sign? And I say Virgo and they go, oh my God, you totally are like obsessed with cleanliness. And like you are like hyper organized and like la la la. And like, you know, this is how you are. No, no, no. That really irritates me. Like I just start to get, (laughs) and it's not because I'm a Virgo that I'm getting irritated. It's because I am what I am. Yeah. And I don't, I don't love being like put in like a box. I also don't love it when we identify with something external. So like, yeah, I'm a Virgo. Go. Maybe there's funny little Virgo quotes that I'll see on Instagram and be like, huh, that is me. But then sometimes I'm like, that's not me at all. And then also, you know, there's this idea that there was also a 13th Zodiac and technically you're not even what you are. And like, who gives a shit? Why do we have to? Why? I am just me. I'm not Amy. Amen, sister. I'm not I'm even just Amy. I'm not even an Amy. We can go to that. My name isn't even Amy. It's Amanda, which is also. <laughs> but like my who cares? My name could be Frank for all anybody cares. Like, who cares? I am what I am. I am what I give to my you know, family, my relationships and, you know, how I perceive the world. And it's my own experience. So, I mean, yes, I am very fluent in astrology for a lot of different ways, but for different reasons. And then we can get into that. But you're not going to go into, into your point. That's automatic. Like I would be a hundred percent skeptical on that too. Yeah. If somebody started going to that, I'm like, "Eh." yeah, like you putting out a horoscope and then. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it bothered me a little bit, but you're a fire sign. Yeah. So when we talk about and so when we talk about horoscopes now, we're just tangenting off, but whatever. But people believe their horoscope like there's some people that read it and, and, you know, or some people they have a bad day and they're like, oh, what's the moon doing? I have to rationalize what is going on. I have to make sense of it in my mind, which part of the physical experience, part of the human experience is releasing yourself of making sense of it. Sometimes stuff doesn't make sense and sometimes it doesn't come together for 20 or 30 years, you know, like it's not necessarily having to find it, find it, find it. You have to allow, allow, allow. But what I am a fan of, just side sidebar here. Yeah. Elemental nature. And oh my God, I was literally just going to go into this. Okay. So when we talk about like, because every sign has a, (laughs) I love us. I love us. (laughs) Every sign has an element attached to it. Okay. When we talk about chakras and we address tendencies in our physical body based off of lots of variables, I wouldn't necessarily say that it does have to do with your horoscope. It can. Okay. And just by the by, I just want to let you know, I do love astrology and it's fun. It it is super fun. fun. You can take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes it applies, sometimes it doesn't. 
Yeah, that's for, my opinion for sure. I, what it's worth. I agree, but you make it apply when you, when you want it to too, right? So also, it's, but, again, it's all about your perception. Some things are just a coincidence, and some things you look for the answers. But elemental nature itself is is attached to the idea of chakras in your physical body. And it is incredibly ironic that you are a Sagittarius and Sagittarius is a fire sign and fire is your yellow chakra and your tummy. That's what it is. Wow, look at that. It's incredibly ironic, says the skeptic in me. But I believe that that's very interesting. This is the area in the chakra that needs work for me. Mm -hmm. In other words, Mm -hmm. the space that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. Just right now. Okay. Not always. True. So something else that I also, I find hard to deal with when people go, I'm just off today because Mercury is like, what is it? You know, like the planet. Retrograde. In retrograde. So that is why I'm like, are you effing kidding me right now? Like the moon is like, I mean, I get the fun of like the moon's full. That's why everything's going wrong. But like, do you actually, I mean, okay, I feel like you're going to be like, yeah, that's totally accurate, Amanda, to some extent. No, you're not? Okay, tell this actually makes me feel better because I'm like, that shit's bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we have people that really strongly believe in that. But, and like, I'm a bit of a free spirit and like, but that's so hippie shit. Like, like <laughs> you know, and, and also I like crystals, but I'm not like. Carrying them in my pocket. I, he's looking at our table because I literally have two crystals beside the table between us. But I'm not obsessed with them. Like, I'm going to hold. Like, it's going to fix my problem. It's going to make. I'm Or I'm feeling very loving because I'm holding my rose quartz and I put it in my bra. So it's opening my heart. And mm-hmm. I mean, that shit might be awesome for you. And you know what? More power to you. But sometimes I think if we get fixated on things that are sort of a little bit outside of us that we're holding on to because we're so desperate to have a belief or we're stretching right i mean you can use that as a support and you can laugh about it i don't know that this is my opinion yeah i mean expert by any means but like and i'm woo woo i guess i know which is just so funny we are so like spiritually grounded in so many ways and then at the same time but again 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 Look within, look within, look within, look within. The universe within, look within. And so I have a client who I call her a friend, a mentee. Like she's a beautiful person and she knows way more about everything than I do. Like she just does. She's just really knowledgeable. She's really well read. I'll read a book and close it and be like, I don't even know what I just read. Like same. I don't know where I go. I don't know what happened. But all the books I have that I love, it's because I've read them and reread them. And like, it's almost like this overconsumption that I have to have with reading in particular. But she comes in um, to see me and she goes, I'll be like, ah, you know, I was thinking about you. And then today I kind of felt like, like I'm an open book. Like if I'm having an off day, I certainly share it or whatever. Uh, I'm totally fine. Well, you have no choice. (laughs) And um, she's like, you know, she's always like, oh, well, that's because, you know, blah, 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 moon or yada, yada, yada. And I and I'm like, oh, well, there we go. And like, I love to live in my like naive little land. And whenever 
I get a solution about something that I'm experiencing, I go, oh, okay, well, there, that must be why. But I don't look for it. Like I, I will have the shittiest week of my life. I won't look up the moon phase. I won't look up what planets where. I won't do anything. I, w- I literally will not until something, somebody says something to me or, and then I'll go, oh, well, that might be why, but I don't seek it out. I just allow my experience to unfold and unravel, really. Yeah, you're not holding on to it. No. You're not going, oh, this is the reason why. Yeah, no. Right? Like, I just think it, I don't know, I also think it's unhealthy to be like that. I think that sometimes we, we want to find reasons for things, and that's part of it, and that's okay. But, uh, yeah. I mean, skeptics and believers alike Make sure that you're always trying to look at both sides. Yeah. Well, and that's the point is how can we, you know, navigate the balance between being open to even, you know, psychic or medium experiences, but while also maintaining a critical mindset or I think like I don't want to say like uh, more of a grounded mindset about, you know, our experiences. I think what's really important is honoring both sides. Right. I think where the conflict comes is when a believer tries to convince a skeptic and when a skeptic tries to convince a believer. I think they're opposing sides because they're not accepted and they both exist together. You know, you don't know what it's like to be a mother until you're a mother. You don't know what it's like to, you know, want a glass of wine on a Friday night until you get there. (laughs) But so you don't know until you know. And I think honoring the truth for the believer because based off of their experience, And then honoring the truth for the skeptic based off of their experience. It's holding space for one another to both exist at the exact same time. And I think that's kind of where, that's why I think you and I are funny. Because we are both skeptics and we are also believers. And so we kind of fall right in that middle line. Yeah. And also one thing to know is there's things that, you know, you're stronger in the belief system. Mm -hmm. And then there's things that that I might be skeptical on and vice versa. Yeah, for sure. Like we're definitely sort of balanced about that. Yeah. But we also are very respectful of each other. We are. Have fun with it. And that's the other thing in life. Like don't take it too seriously. Like no. have fun with it. If somebody believes something strongly, even if you strongly disagree, like you're not going to get anywhere by like butting heads about it. Just no. take a deep breath and, you know, we can agree to disagree. And you know what? That's a great perspective. And Yeah. Perspective and... And that applies to everything outside of believing and being skeptical in mediumship and spirituality. And I think for me personally, one of the things about skeptics and believers, you know, obviously our podcast is on mediumship and talking about spirit and so forth. Mm. But it's all the same, regardless what you believe spirituality. It applies to all. Mm. And I think that it's a really good thing to keep in mind because I obviously have friends that are skeptical of some things that have happened to me and my partner has been skeptical it's only because he's been married to me Hmm. for 15 and plus years and we've been together for 18 that he's seen and witnessed accounts with me right experience and so but he was always very skeptical and he grew up in a very religious background that was overly believer, mm-hmm. which he's now no longer associated, which is also what drives a lot of his skepticism. For sure. Right? So we all have experiences that come into play mm-hmm. on which direction or side of the fence you sit, but you don't have to sit on one or the other. No. you can, And that's what we're saying is that Amy and I, 
we're on the line mm-hmm. and we're not afraid to push back and go, well, yeah. you know, there's been things that have happened here when we're recording where a door's closed and yeah. we got up to be like, is the window open? What's the logical reason mm-hmm. for this, which we tend to favor before we, we do. Yeah. Because it is also, I think we're conditioned uh, society wise. It's easier to believe rationally. So that's why we probably kick into that first. You might be sitting a little bit different. Yeah, I think I said a little different than I think that you, tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think you always said it different. I think that when you embrace, because we talk about imagination, mm-hmm. we talked, we've talked about that before, imagination, and when you're a kid, you're like, oh, you're sort of told, that's part of your imagination, so you start to convince yourself. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I never thought of that. Yeah, you're, you convince yourself it's your imagination. Well, and I mean, like, to our point that day when I came in to record at the studio here, we record at Amanda's house, there was a gentleman energy standing on the stairs who I did not recognize. I've seen multiple energies around Amanda. This one was a little new to me that day. Like, I didn't quite know who he was. Yeah. So when we were sitting in here and that door slammed, which was right next to the stairs where he was standing, Mm -hmm. we went back out there. I didn't see him. I didn't really feel him tons. It just was really kind of interesting. So even though I was like, ooh, like I saw him earlier, I was like, "Mm." But let's just double, like, make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I need to honor that. And then through honoring, you know, my my critical mind, let's say, um, to debunk, then I can also honor my creative mind or the believer mind so it's important to you know honor both spectrums at both times and that's even what we've talked about before where just because somebody tells me something doesn't mean I have to believe it if I feel it's true through my experience and yeah but also seek to understand more if you're unsure you know find out why asking questions without uh, insulting insulting yeah respectfully like oh like well what do you think about that or like genuine genuine childlike curiosity is I think a really great approach to have with everything psychic mediums alike I you know I'm not here to convince anybody about what I do uh, because I wouldn't want to be convinced you know if I didn't believe myself. and totally and you know it's funny I've even had some people say to me comments of like well how do you know about like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I don't know if there's a God, so I'm getting into religion, but <laughs> I do not know that. I'm not convinced of that. I don't necessarily believe, but I don't not believe. I just have nothing that shows me otherwise. So I'm not stuck in a place of knowing. I just know my truth that I've seen spirit. I've had spiritual experiences. That's all I know. That's all I can do with it. And you can believe me or you don't have to. That's okay. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it's just being respectful of people's beliefs. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, well, on that note, until next time, thank you for listening to us banter. <laughs> yeah, that was a bantery one, I think. A we just, little bit. But I, I like it. Yeah, me too. As always, have a great day, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.